This is Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, it's another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. And today we have a special guest, Michelle Butt, and we're going to be talking about the face of speaking. Didn't know speaking had a face, did you? (laughs) But we're talking about the face of speaking. Michelle Butt is a facial intelligent expert. And essentially what she does, we're going to have her join us momentarily. But what she does is she helps entrepreneurs and business owners read their clients and prospects to create a better understanding and and connection, which then increases their ability to communicate with them. So Michelle Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. It's 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 a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much. It's a, I'm so honored to be here. Well, we're so blessed that you're here. So so I'm I'm really curious, and I know that since the time we first chatted and we first met, and I've been asking you questions, and I know you can't give away your best material, <laughs> otherwise you wouldn't have clients. But but we certainly want to make sure that that you know we get to a little bit of an understanding of what it is that you do. So walk me through this. What exactly, as a facial intelligence expert, what, what does that mean? Well, yeah. So facial intelligence really is the science of looking at features, markings, and wrinkles on the face to discern somebody's personality traits, their decision-making strategies, their impact of life experience, all of that shows up in one way or another on the face. So it's very much uh, to understand the other person's uh, perspective and how to communicate with them rather than kind of the lie to me, can I tell if you're lying or hiding something kind of way? So you can literally, what you can do is you can, while we're, and we're having a conversation right now and full disclosure, we record through zoom. So we are face to face right Mm -hmm. now. So you can tell, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should put myself in the hot seat or not, but you can tell by my facial markings and features, whether I'm telling the truth, whether I'm lying, whether I'm connecting, whether I'm things that are happening, you can tell that. Yes, but that's not really the way. I position the work because you can do that. That is kind of the body language micro expression place that most people are familiar with this. When I'm looking at someone's face, I'm looking at their features and the combinations of features and markings to get an idea as to what their personality is like. So think of it like a Myers-Briggs without the questionnaire or personality test without the test so that you get to know who someone is without asking them to fill out like a thousand question form. So then you can say, okay, now I know how to talk to you. So, so that, that, that clears it up a lot. So there's, there's certainly, and there's certainly a difference between those two. So, so from a communication or from a speaking standpoint, walk me through this because as a speaker, how how would I, how would I benefit from this and let's let's talk about virtually because we're, we're we're living in a virtual world right now physical stages fingers crossed they'll come back sooner than later but right now we're in a virtual world so how am i going to how am i going to benefit from what from what you teach especially now it's i feel like it's more important than ever because we don't have face to face in person interaction anymore you still have to develop this ability to feel like you're truly connecting with the audience, even though everyone's in different places. So as a speaker, what's really 
beautiful about doing this on a Zoom platform, for example, is that then you can take a look at the faces in the room. And so what I try to do, especially if it's because nowadays it's um, on Zoom, we tend to get smaller audiences as well. You're not necessarily in front of a thousand people or maybe mm -hmm. you're in front of, you know, 20 to 50 or so. So as you can scroll through the screen and get an idea of who the audience is, what kind of personality types are showing up, you can then potentially tweak the way you present your material. So the work is all about understanding how to talk to someone in a way that resonates with them. So oftentimes as speakers, we tend to present our material from our point of view, like, oh, this is why I think you should always want to do this thing, or this is what I think this solution is all about. But it comes from a place of our knowing and our experience with our work. And yet, if we want someone else to buy into what it is that we're selling them in our talk, we kind of need to know how they need to receive it. So for example, if I'm if I'm receiving something, I have an archetypal nature of someone who's more sage in their face shape. So I tend to talk in curves and talk a little bit slower and, um, you know, use metaphors more often. Whereas someone who has a different kind of face, so if you think of like a celebrity lookalike, like a Reba McIntyre or like a Prince Harry, that kind of like captivator type face, they're fast talkers, fast thinkers. So if you look at your room and the people kind of looking like that in your room and you are more of the Jay Leno kind of face where like mine, but in the female version, like a sage kind of thing, then I would have to say, okay, I got to consciously start speeding up and getting to the point because I'm going to lose half of this room. So uh, if I continue to talk in curves and go on tangents because these guys are fast thinkers. They need to hear me speak faster. That's one way to use it to kind of gauge the majority of your audience and then flip your style and potentially flip your language to resonate more with them. So this is an extension, I guess you could say, really of knowing your audience and not just knowing the demographics, but being able to understand in a little bit more depth how you should be connecting with them. Am I, am I right in saying that? Absolutely. And then if you're a speaker who is doing workshops that are your own and you're getting people in, and so people are signing up ahead of time, if you really want to connect, you can research them, go on their Facebook profile, look at their faces, get an idea ahead of time of who you'll be speaking to, and then say, okay, well, maybe I need to tweak the language around that point because I've got a whole bunch of you know, captivators in the room and I need to say it differently for them. So is this working subconsciously as well? And I say subconsciously because you don't know what you don't know. So for people who haven't worked with you before, and I'm hoping after that, you know, our, our chat today, by the way, we're chatting with Michelle, Butt, a facial intelligent expert, and we're having a fantastic discussion today. Uh, but, but does this work, you know, subconsciously for the audience as well? Are they looking at you and, developing that or creating that that image or that no like and trust factor in their mind so are they subconsciously doing it as your once they've you know people have worked with you they're consciously aware of it or is the audience subconsciously yeah. doing it yeah i mean we, we all unconsciously read faces and that's so 
in person online, we, we understand a certain thing. And we, even though we don't consciously know we're reading faces, we always are. And so this is kind of bringing the skill to a conscious, more deliberate level. So as a speaker, especially, you know, there are things that you can do even in your own appearance and persona online or face-to-face that can help you boost your impact with people. So for example, you know, for people who wear makeup, especially eyebrows are a place of confidence on the face. So if you're Mm -hmm. someone who has like thinner eyebrows or not as strong, then I tend to always say, well, you know, outline your eyebrows, make them look more strong, because then you're going to appear more confident to the people who are seeing you because unconsciously, we recognize that as confidence. But even when you're looking in the mirror, you're seeing your own face on zoom, you're like, Oh, wow, that's a confident person. And you're tone and your, you know, your stature even comes out differently, even on zoom. So there are things that we can do when we have an awareness of what each feature means to boost the impact of what that features job is in terms of communication. Now, question to go along with that, just to just a springboard from there. Is this something that guys should be more aware of too? Because it's very natural for for women to, if they need to enhance a facial feature, you know, you mentioned eyebrows mm-hmm. that you know they just you know darken them or do you know a line around them or something. Should guys be aware of this too, especially if they're you know in the business world? Should they be more aware of this and sitting up and taking notice? Absolutely, because things that women can do with makeup, men can also do with different things. So, for example. Sure. Um, you know, uh, what women can do with makeup, men can do with facial hair. Uh, so that's a, you know, like, for example, we're in Movember right now. And I know this might air later on. But, um, you know, that area of the face where men typically grow the mustache, that's really a, about reproductive um, things in facial intelligence and about like having this awareness of this softening of caring for others. And so it's really it, kind of a nurturer sage place. Movember is about bringing awareness to prostate cancer, which is part of the whole reproductive system. So when a man grows a, be- uh, a mustache during Movember, unconsciously, really, as a group, you're saying, let's bring awareness to this thing. And it's in the exact place of the face that is connected with that body part, or with that bodily system. So there's facial intelligence has, you know, can help with personality with time of life, and also with health, it gives indications of health things as well. Phenomenal. Uh, Michelle Butt, facial intelligent expert who we're chatting with today. And I would not have guessed that at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's certainly you know opening my mind a lot. So getting back to the speaking side of things, what should I be doing or what should people who are in business and they know they need to be doing more speaking? What are some of the things that they should be doing to prepare? Obviously, they should be connecting with you. We'll give people an opportunity to do that in just a moment. But what are some simple things that they can be doing to prepare when they're getting ready to to speak so that they're in their, not only in their best headspace, but in their, ba- their best face 
space as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I say, if you can research the audience, because everyone has a picture somewhere. So you can kind of, and if, even if you get a basic knowledge of how to read faces, like, you know, the five personality face personalities, then you can get an idea of the sense of your audience. Cause most of the time an audience trends, I rarely see every single one in equal proportion, depending on what topic you're on or what group you're speaking to there's a trend in who's attracted to that space. In terms of your own personal appearance there, firstly, I would make sure that you understand what your face says about how you present your material. So then you know how you might need to adjust if your audience is very different from you facially. One thing is taking a look at your eyebrows and boosting them. And even men can do that. You can still subtly do that. As speakers, we speak with our mouths and the mouth really represents, you know, feeding people, but also feeding their soul education. And that's what the job is when we're usually talking. We're up there, we're educating some people on something. And so calling attention to that area of your face in such a way that people focus there, then gives you this sense of, oh, yeah, they're feeding me something important, I should pay attention to that. So as women or men who wear makeup, they can accentuate with rosy or glossy on their lips to make it stand out. Or just even as a man, if you even wore a brighter like a red shirt or tie, because red is that association with, hey, look at me. It's very much a captivator color. And it's about pay attention to me. I've got something important for you. And I need to be the center of your world right now. So these kinds of things will keep attention on you. And that's really what you want when you're speaking. You want people to pay attention so that they absorb what it is that you're sharing with them. Absolutely. And Michelle, this has been a a fantastic discussion today. I I thank you for taking the time to to share. Um, But I want to give the audience an opportunity to connect with you to to find out more and learn more. We're in a very precarious time right now. And I know that in the business world, in any world, really, we want to make sure we're making connections. Unfortunately, we have to do that virtually now for the most part. So what can people or how can people connect with you? What what can you share with them? You can go to michellebutt.com. There on the homepage, you can book a connection call. I have a guide that if uh, you want to learn how to use faces to help boost your sales strategy, go to michellebutt.com slash fast guide. There's lots of ways to use this work to help make stronger connections with your audience, your potential clients to then create growth and revenue in your business. That's fantastic, Michelle. So what we'll do is in, in the show notes, I'll, we'll make sure that information is posted there so people can find it there. So what's the website again? Just michellebutt.com. Sounds so easy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> For a great way to connect. Michelle Butt, facial intelligence expert, man, oh man. I could talk to you for the rest of the day. We wouldn't get anything done, but, but at least we could uh, have an in more in-depth discussion, but thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh, to share today about what you do and, and how it's beneficial regardless of what business you do. I mean, we're doing a lot more speaking and face-to-face connecting now, probably more than ever. So if this has been of, of benefit to you, just this discussion piece, then I encourage you, I know I'm going to be following up for sure to book some time with Michelle to find out how it's going to benefit me. So I encourage you to do the same. So Michelle, thank you so much for being our guest on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. Get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. 
And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at CarlRichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 